Assalamu alaikum. My name is Fatma Sabar and I'm the host of your Muslim Girl podcast where you can come to get advice and we can all learn and grow together. So alhamdulillah, we're back. I know we're a little late, but we are back from the podcasting break. So alhamdulillah, it feels good to be back. And also the podcast giveaway winner has been chosen. So inshallah, those goodies will be sent out to you very, very soon. And thank you to all of you who participate in the giveaway. It really means a lot to me that you're supporting me in that way and that you like the work that I'm doing here at Your Muslim Girl Podcast. So I really, really appreciate your support. Alhamdulillah, it's been over a year and it has been absolutely fantastic. So once again, alhamdulillah, I really appreciate you. And I really value you being here and tuning into this week's episode. And on that note, let's jump right into the weekly segments. So for what I learned this week, I actually attended an event over, actually it was yesterday, like over the course of the past couple of days, it was yesterday. And alhamdulillah, one of the chayikh who was there, he was talking about how it's not enough to just, okay, say I am Muslim. Right, which is important. You have to believe that and you have to accept that. But you can't just leave it at that. You have to stay steadfast and you have to make sure that your actions are reflecting your belief that you are a Muslim and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is your creator and that you worship him and him alone. You can't just say, Okay, alhamdulillah, I'm Muslim and then leave it. Right? It simply doesn't work like that. You have to act on your words. You have to make sure that your actions and your words are lining up with each other, right? And the reason why I mentioned this particular thing at the beginning is because it's going to come up later when I talk about, you know, feeling stuck and one of the causes of feeling stuck. So this is going to come up again. So little you know, tidbit for you at the beginning. As for the quote of the week, I believe I've used this one before, but I'm not quite sure if I have. It goes, we cannot become who we want by remaining who we are, Max Dupree. And I feel like this quote really reflects how when we're feeling stuck, we feel like we're not able to change what we're doing, who we are. We're not able to move past something, whatever that roadblock may be. And I think it's really important to understand that there are going to be roadblocks and we just have to take them as they come. And we have to accept that, hey, like, you know, this stuff is going to happen, but I can't just sit around waiting for it to resolve itself. I need to be proactive and take this into my own hands. Maybe talk to other people, you know, listening to this podcast. That's a great way for you to inshallah get some inspiration on how you can deal with feeling stuck because you know, it's near the end of the year, almost 2024, which is final. It's crazy how fast 2023 has flown by. But it's difficult, right? We can start to feel like we're in this rut. And even though, you know, we've done our mid-year reset or we've been trying to stay on track of things or on top of things, I try to say on track and on top at the same time. <laughs> um, but if we're trying to stay on track or we're trying to stay on top of what we're doing, it can become very overwhelming or we can just feel like we're in this rut and we don't really know what to do. So if you feel like that, then today's episode is definitely for you. I know how this feels like. It's difficult. It's hard. It sucks. But inshallah, with this advice, we can all move forward and get better. And if you ever feel like you get stuck again, you can always come back to this episode. Maybe save it, have it downloaded, and then you can refer back to it. Maybe send it to your friends. I know that 
people are feeling stuck, maybe that's emotionally, spiritually, whatever the case may be. So send this to them. Inshallah, it can be a benefit to them as well. So jumping right into the main reasons that I've observed for why we tend to feel stuck. And there are, I think, three primary reasons. The first one, which is burnout. The second one is procrastination. And the third one is inaction. And I know inaction ties into the other two, but there are some distinctions I'm going to talk about um, to kind of help you see what the dangers of inaction are and what we can do to move past them as well. So when it comes to burnout, burnout is really when you're taking on too much too fast, pushing yourself to your limits, not being able to juggle everything. And because you're expending that energy so quickly, you you plop to rock bottom, right? You get to the point where you're not able to give anymore and you feel quite literally unable to do anything. And being stuck in burnout is obviously painful because you feel stuck right? Like you're not able to accomplish anything simply because you don't have the energy. And this can be from lack of sleep, not taking time to recharge, not focusing on your lean, right? These are all different things that we can do, which I'm going to touch on later, that can be factoring into our burnout and really exacerbating the problem. So as for the second reason, And these are not in order of what is the most common. These are just the main three that I've observed. When it comes to procrastination, you're just avoiding the crucial tasks or the important tasks that just need to get done. And you just feel like you can't do it. And when you feel like you're unable to complete that task, you start to feel this sense of dissatisfaction right? Because you're unable to get past that mental roadblock and not being able to make those decisions to stay on top of those tasks or killing time with minor tasks can really leave you feeling left behind. You're incredibly frustrated and I totally get that. It is incredibly annoying when you are procrastinating. You feel like you can't break out of that cycle. But I am going to inshallah go over a couple of techniques that you can use to get over that initial let's say activation energy, that's a chemistry term, but it applies to procrastination and you know habits and behaviors as well. So I'm going to touch on that later. But first, let's jump into the last reason or the last primary reason why we tend to feel stuck. And that is inaction, right? And I know that it's pretty obvious and it does factor into the other two, but it's really important to touch on, especially when it comes to religious inaction, right? When you're not when you're not prioritizing your deen, your time automatically fills up with useless things, right? When you're not taking that action to grow and to learn and to do what's worthwhile, your time is filled very easily with very meaningless, very minor, very trivial types of things, right? And What's especially hard is that we've tasted the sweetness of those beautiful actions, right? Like we've tasted the sweetness of staying on top of our deen, having concentration in your salah, right? Praying on time, reading your Quran, being consistent with your dhikr and all of that, right? We've tasted the sweetness of that. So when that critical element, when Allah stops 
being a focus of your actions, when you start to put aside those actions that bring you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's a gap, right, that we start to fill with other things. And obviously, that is the worst possible (laughs) stuff to be filling your time with, right? You don't want to be engaged in behaviors that are taking away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, that dissatisfaction is a direct outcome of religious inaction, right? So now that we've covered a few different reasons why we might feel stuck, let's get into some of the ways to move through them because I can talk as much as I want about burnout and procrastination and inaction, but I'm not helping you if I don't actually give you the tools on how to move past them. Right, so the first thing that we need to do, and I always say this because it never stops being true, you have to start with your intention, okay? Make it something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make living, make all of your actions that you do, make the intention right now, okay? That everything that you are going to do is going to be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Okay, make dua, ask Allah for help with sincerity, and inshallah, He's going to make it easy for you. Okay, something that I think we tend to overlook when it comes to trying to unstuck ourselves or unstick ourselves are the tiny habits that you focus on that really keep you connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you drop those small habits, that's when it becomes really easy to get distracted or to feel dissatisfied because those small connections to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no matter how small they might seem to us, might be some of the biggest things that are actually keeping us connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? So it's really important to focus on those habits. So making sure that you're doing dhikr as you're cleaning or as you're doing stuff around the house. Maybe it's making sure that you're not rushing through your salah. Maybe this looks like reading Quran before you go to bed or reading Quran in the morning or having a certain word that you do morning and night and you really make sure that you're honing in on that and you don't forget it, right? So those are these like tiny, tiny habits. They don't have to take a lot of your time right? Like saying subhanAllah, subhanAllah as you're driving even. It doesn't take much effort, right? These don't have to be extremely strenuous actions. They can be very, very small. And I think when you start to change the tiny things, that's when you see the greatest results, right? Because when you have a small action that you make a habit, it's a lot easier for you to get better at something or for you to see that growth and that purity and that beauty in the actions that you're doing, right? Or the barakah that comes as a result from your actions, right? So something that James Clear talks about in his book, Atomic Habits, is that if you consistently practice habits that are helping you get better, you're getting better 1% every single day. You are getting better, thir- you are going to be 37% better at the end of one year. Okay, after having gone through the entire year getting 1% better every single day, that's exponential growth, right? You are compounding all of these habits and imagine the trajectory if you continue to do those habits and to build onto those habits year after year after year, 
right? All of that is going to inshallah add up and be just a source of goodness for you. So don't discredit the small habits. Don't discredit the things that aren't going to take you a lot of time or that aren't going to take you a lot of effort because those can be super, super impactful, right? We know that those actions that are most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the ones that we do consistently, right? They don't have to be this grand one and done type of thing. It's better for you if you're consistent in your actions, right? So just make sure that you're bearing that in mind as you're moving forward. And when it comes to these small habits, another thing that I think we also tend to overlook is making sure that your room or your environment or your space is clean. I know for me, when my room is cluttered, when my desk is messy, my mind is cluttered, right? My motivation to do anything absolutely flops. Like I just don't want to do anything because my space is dirty. I don't want to work in a dirty space, right? It's just a natural instinctive response. So cleaning your room, vacuuming, putting stuff away, doing your laundry, all of that stuff helps you get rid of mental load. Because when you have things in your environment, they're a stressor, right? If you have excessive things in your environment that are messy, just laying around, they're a stress that your brain is taking on that really doesn't need to be there. And this is then going to hamper your productivity and your ability to do different things, right? So it's important to make sure that your space is also clean as well. And so then when it comes to the three reasons we feel stuck from that I mentioned earlier, there are also specific solutions that we can implement for those three specific reasons we feel stuck, okay? So when it comes to burnout, this can look like prioritizing the basics, okay? Salah, the eating and sleeping well, working out. When it comes to salah, right, and I think this is something that all of us can relate to, there are times when we just want to get through salah, like get it over with, right? But what's really important is that we need to make sure that we are taking the time to really connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaykh Umar Suleiman has an amazing lecture on this topic that I highly, highly recommend you check out and you listen to and you take to heart because those connections, those five daily prayers are mandatory connections to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have. There are safety nets, right? And so when we aren't installing that safety net, when we're not renewing it and strengthening it, right, it's going to lead to it breaking potentially, right? Which is the last thing that we want, which can also lead to further burnout. You're going to feel more stressed because you don't have that place, that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? So you need to make sure that you are dialing down on the basics, okay? And another thing that I want you to do is focus on what your inputs are. So what kinds of content are you consuming? What are you listening to? What are you thinking about? What are you talking about? What are the people around you talking about, okay? This kind of almost intangible environment can also lead to burnout because some of the actions you're doing can be exacerbating the problem. So start to cut out those negative habits. Start to cut out that negative self-talk or the thoughts that are going to you know, push you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, start to get rid of those. And it's going to take time, right? It is going to take time for you to cut out those bad habits. But like I always say, growth is not linear. This is going to take time and it's going to take effort even to get out of burnout. So when it comes to burnout, you need to make sure that you are doing habits that are fueling your energy. So that looks like 
again, sleeping well, eating well, make sure that you are looking after your body, that you're looking after your mind, looking after your dean, okay? That's really the priority when you're trying to come out of burnout. And when it comes to procrastination, okay, the biggest biggest thing when it comes to procrastination is trying to defeat that mental roadblock or that mental barrier that stands between you and productivity, right? So what I would recommend is try to write down the different thoughts or even the different emotions that are holding you back from being productive, okay? Oftentimes, facing the thing that we're afraid of is the best way to conquer what needs to get done next, is the best way to really get that stuff done, okay? Because you can't let your emotions get in the way or dictate how you live your life, right? Because emotions are very fleeting things, right? You tend to feel the brunt of an emotion over the course of around 90 seconds. So very, very short, right? We can't be dictated by that. So by actually writing it down, maybe talking about it out loud can really help you move past that. And then inshallah, get to what needs to get done, okay? And it's important to remember that procrastination is really a pain versus pain or a fear response, right? This doesn't mean that you're lazy. It just means that there is an emotion or there is a thought that is preventing you from doing something because the anxiety or fear that you get from doing a task can be avoided by doing another. So by recognizing that and being compassionate, like, hey, you know, there is this thought that's kind of holding me back. Let me write it down. Okay, let's kind of debunk it and then move on from there. Okay, so there is this strategy that actually my friend told me about and it's called the three, two, one strategy where you stop whatever procrastination task you're doing and count backwards, you know, three, two, one. And this helps reset your brain and get you into the mood to do work. And then another tip that I really love um, is the just work for five minutes trick. So what this does is it really just takes the pressure off of working for a long period of time. It's it's just five minutes, right? Anybody can do work for five minutes. It's not that long, you know, and then you can also tell yourself like, hey, after five minutes, I can walk away, right? So it really does take the stress of working for two, three hours off of you and it's a short increment of time and then it helps you get into this state of flow, right? And it's also important to remember that discipline is always going to be more useful than motivation when it comes to overcoming procrastination, okay? Yes, there are strategies that we can use that can help us become more motivated, but discipline also breeds motivation where you consistently show up and you do the tasks that need to get done. That can also be like, hey, like, you know, alhamdulillah, I'm able to do all of this stuff. Like, that's great. And then you start to feel motivated through that. And it's also important to recognize that discipline is a skill and that it takes effort to work on it and to build on it. So don't feel discouraged if you're wishy-washy for a little while, okay? That's also going to take time. It's going to take patience. It's going to take effort. Growth is not linear. You're going to have your ups and downs, right? But discipline is a skill that you can get better at. So don't feel discouraged if you're not where you want to be right now. It's not a set thing. You can move past it, okay? And as with everything else, Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help, right? Fix your intention and make the task that you're doing something that you're trying to please Allah with.
Okay, and Charlotte's going to make your task easier. And as for the last kind of tip and corresponding reason, when it comes to inaction, you can't expect a change when you're not willing to take the chance to make something better, right? And I was actually talking with my friend today and she said, we have to work towards being extraordinary one step at a time. Just let that sink in. That is, mashallah, an amazing quote. So if you need to write it down, save it to your phone, please do so because it is an amazing reminder, right? You still have to take that first step. You can't all of a sudden expect a change just because you want something to happen, right? We need to make sure that, okay, yeah, we say that we want something. Let's take the example of what I learned earlier. You know, we say that we're Muslim, right? But that doesn't mean that you don't act on it because you're going to be tried and you're going to be tested and you can't just be passive, right? You have to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are a Muslim, right? This is like lowering your gaze, you know, avoiding bad company, you know, reading Quran, doing the being grateful, you know, implementing these good habits, you need to make sure that you are being active, right? Inaction just simply isn't an option. And that is why inaction feels frustrating because it's not a state we're supposed to be in. We're not supposed to be lazing around or not working. We are supposed to be, you know, striving. And yes, there is a time for rest, but we don't let the time for rest interfere with our time to work. And I think a really important habit that can kind of help with this in action is something that Shaykh Umar Suleiman talked about in his Jumu'ah lecture, the one that came out this Friday, actually. And he talks about how it's important for you to be introspective, right? And to look over the, you know, the good deeds and the sins that you've committed that day. Repent for your sins and vow to do more and strive to do more of those good deeds. And when you're looking back, at your day, you're able to see, hey, maybe I wasn't active here. Maybe I wasn't trying to be better here. Like, how could I have handled the situation better? And that is a habit that doesn't take a long time, right? You can take three to five minutes at the end of the day. Three to five minutes is nothing, right? So just take that time. Take that time to rewind the tape and sit with yourself and say, hey, you know, I screwed up there. I shouldn't have been lazing around there. I actually did this really well. I should be doing this more, inshallah. Make that a goal for yourself, right? Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this easy for you. Nothing, absolutely nothing is going to happen without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I know that it's incredibly difficult to take action when you're not used to it, but you can't learn and grow without changing your actions and your habits. And so then asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help that makes the process easier because now, inshallah, Allah is on your side and he's going to help you with that as long as you ask him with sincerity to help you, okay? So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I definitely think that it was a needed one. If you like this episode, I would love for you to actually go and comment on my latest Instagram post if you found anything that really impacted you or something that you really loved about this episode definitely comment it on that post 
I really appreciate you being here. If you have not yet left me a rating and a review, wherever you're listening, I would love for you to do that as well. And as always, I will be leaving a question box open on the Spotify version of this episode so that you can ask me questions, give me podcast episode recommendations or requests that you'd like to see. Also, inshallah, we are going to be having the guest speaker to talk about relationships. She wasn't able to come on last time because of some personal reasons. So inshallah, we are going to be doing that this upcoming week. So I'm going to be putting a question box on my Instagram so that you can send in your questions. Inshallah, I can send them to her and we can have that episode be the best that it can be. So definitely make sure you go and, you know, send in your questions at your Muslim Girl Podcast on Instagram. You can always message me there if you have any questions, you just want to talk. Um, and yeah, so I really appreciate you being here. I will see you next week, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa